Welcome back to Three Sports Rankers. Uh, my name is Rob Schofield. With me, as always, Sam Barker, Callum Scotland, with our first listener topic of the series. It's Series 2, Episode 4, and it's Best Sporting Celebrations. Yeah! <laughs> Which that won't feature on the list. Woo! You're just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to embarrass myself in about 20 minutes' time with my answers, but you're embarrassing yourself to begin with. Speaking of embarrassment, the points. uh, Cal's begun Series 2 on... uh, Started the way he left off at the end of last season. Yeah. So two points for Callum, uh, five for Sam. And I've somehow managed to get six from the opening two, despite sharing quite a few still across the board. Could you try saying that again without smiling quite so much? You always smile when you're on radio, Sam, is what I say. Okay. Uh, The points has got nothing to do with it. Uh, But I'm sitting this one out, obviously. Uh, As I said, episode four, listener topic, sent in by Connor Ketley. It's Sporting Celebrations. And how do we... I imagine this was more one... Googling didn't really come into this one too much, did it? I imagine you just had to kind of think to yourselves. I had quite a few sort of in my head to start with. Uh, I really enjoyed this, I should say. I really enjoyed this. Um, Quite a few in my head to start with. And then I sort of did a bit of digging... But I, yeah, I, I did sort of find I mostly came back to the ones that mm. I, I, I had from the start. I managed to get three celebrations from three different sports. But are the parameters returned? As did I, actually. Um, nice. But I, I, think, I think I've managed to get a nice balance this time, as opposed to just being going headstrong and the ones that I believe should be first are first. I think I've managed to get a, a good balance. So after, are, you, are you finally telling us after 12 episodes of this you're finally playing slightly more for points? <laughs> no, I've been playing for points are you not the playing entire for, are you time. Not, are you not, are you not staying, I've are you, been playing for points as if I'm judging. Are you not, are you not staying true to yourself judging. anymore, Callum? Is that what you're telling us? No, no, no. I'm, I'm still true Let's to not myself. Open that, uh, you'll see that, you'll see, you'll see that with, you'll see that with my bronze answer. I'm still staying true to myself. Right, so as we attempt, as Sam attempts to make up points on me and Callum attempts to make up points... Let's enter Series 2, Episode 4, Best Sporting Celebrations. And I'm going to start. Callum is just so confident with uh, where you're shooting for points now. Well, what are we going to go for? Okay, what, well, what's my, your bronze? My, uh, my bronze effort, I said I was going to stay true to myself with it, and it's from American sports because... Of course it is. Shock. Well, I, I, I now realise that's a bad decision because Rob's the judge and not Sam. So. I'll, take, I'll take my bronze points now. Should we move on to silver? Um, but my bronze answer is... The dab, as popularised by Cam Newton. Um, oh dear! I mean, I'm shaking NFL. my head already. I know, but there's there's reasons. You know, it. this was best sporting celebrations and not worst sporting the, this celebrations. This is this is as in the impact it had on. Society. If you say the word culturally, I mean, you can't deny it, can you? Can you deny it? It, well, whether Sam it had, whether, this chance whether it had a minute, positive, yeah, whether, whether it was positive or negative in your eyes, it still had an impact on society. This is best sporting celebrations. So Cam, Cam Newton had an MVP season in 2015. He scored 50 total touchdowns and celebrated almost all of them with some sort of dance and finished it off with a dab. Um, and I'd say, apart from Peter Crouch and the robot, it's the uh, the the most recognisable dance move that you can attribute to a single person 
And it came from... I suppose it did make its way onto Fortnite, whereas it uh, made its Crouch's way Robot Fortnite, never did. And it made its way even into European football with Paul Pogba at Juventus and you know, Jesse Lingard at Man United and pe- people oh, like the that. the bastion was, of all things quite, true and holy. There was, there was Paul quite Pogba. a lot of tennis players doing it as and well. I, I can't, it really I, got on my nerves. Exactly. I dare, I dare say, as much as Jesse Lingard and Paul Pogba may not be your favourite players in the world, you, you can't deny that in terms of the modern day definition of it they are the coolest players in the world and they have the style and you know all the all the things that modern making my skin <laughs> just the, I, I, I just know, the I'm tra- notion I'm of trying trying to trying to cool explain how good. A, trying to explain how a dab is is good to you is like pulling teeth but I, I don't think you can understate the impact that the dab had on the wider world can you just every time you say the dab it just makes me go, oh. You know who's going to love me think of those, um, yeah, Wardle. Tom, Tom Wardle. <laughs> makes me think of those licorice-based lollipops, you know, the dip dabs. Yeah, the sherbet ones. God, I'm old. Showing your age there, Rob, aren't you? Things I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, You're just... I've got the mental age of Radio 4, <laughs> kind of archers. Okay, you done? Yeah, I mean, it, it made its way Short into... Short and sweet. Made its way like into Fortnite, made its way into FIFA, made its way across the state from the states but there's one important thing that you said during your answer that I'm going to pick you up yeah, on go you on. said it's the most recognisable dance apart from the robot by Peter Crouch so yeah, it, but it, that's would recognizable a, it would be a here. real shame if I had picked the robot but, by Peter Crouch as my bronze okay, it? but here's what I'm saying the the dab is recognisable worldwide like it started with Cam Newton in, in the NFL came across to Paul Pogba at Juventus and you know European football and then it went into then it went into Fortnite went into FIFA Peter Crouch doing the robot that's just funny and iconic on this island it's not made it outside but it doesn't make people go ugh every time you hear about it and when you when you think Peter Crouch robot you think yeah that's good that's <laughs> That was good. Yeah. That was a good time. That was a good time against Jamaica, two thousand six. Scored a hat trick, busted out those moves. Peter Crouch, just as a player, is great. He's like everything a footballer shouldn't be. Six foot, silly. He's loved everywhere he goes, and it's it's quite rare that someone does a celebration once, and is then literally like begged every time he scores. Everyone's going, "Go on, do the robot." You know how it came do about, the robot. didn't you? I so he was at house. He was at like David enough. Beckham's house party David or something. David Beckham's house party. And basically, they, they, they were being they, followed by cameras. It or was something. like an ITV weird documentary. Where like, like, can you imagine this nowadays? Like cameras at a house party, and I, I don't think it was even Bex, but somebody basically said, "Crouch, the camera's about to turn to you. Do a dance." And he just started. He'd never done the robot before in his life, and he just kind of rocked out. And then it was from there. That he took it onto the pitch, and so that was the origin of the robot. I I just love the David Beckham's I mean, house party. It needs to be said that wasn't the origin of the robot. The ro- <laughs> he yeah, didn't no, invent he was the, the, the first robot ever invented. That yeah. was yeah, that was the first time anyone uh, saw Peter Crouch do the robot. What I what I liked about this, and we said we said um, I, can't, I already can't remember if we said it at the start of the show or just before that we've picked three different sports. So you know now I've, this is my only football answer. The reason I like this ahead of say. Shearer, Robbie Keane, Ronaldo, like the players who do the same celebration every time is this was, he did it once and then there was always that, will he, will he do it again? Will he, won't he? And he, he did probably it, he did only it. did it about half a dozen times, yeah. didn't he? Uh, he did it, the, the, the last time he did it was when he scored his 100th, 100th yeah, goal. For Stoke. For Stoke. But he did, he did do it. Well, it's 100th Premier League He did it more than once for England. 
Yes, but yes, what I'm saying is, is it's not. No, it's not. It's he not wouldn't do it every time, time he scored. I was like, oh, what's Shearer going to do? This? Ah, yeah, did that again. Yeah, okay. It, this this was. It had that element of when he scored, you didn't know if he was going to do it or not. Mm. And I and I really like that. And I think coupled with Crouch as a persona, as a personality, how sort of lovable he is how relatable I think he was he was such a sort of misfit in f- yeah. the football world he got 42 England caps his that's, goals that's per game ratio yeah. his is goals per game insane. ratio is better than Rooney and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah anything you want to say before we move on Callum in a, in a last gasp attempt to wrangle it back round to the dab I don't think honestly I don't think anything needs saying because the popularity of the dab can't be understated what I like is is that how we've kind of got we've we've got slightly similar things from totally different angles so you've got the dab which is like this cool thing a lot of people think it's like the you know the coolest thing on the planet but a lot of people find it really irritating and then you've got the robot which is let's be honest very uncool from a very uncool yeah, it, person it doesn't, but it's much more universally it doesn't transcend loved. sport in the way that the dab has yeah no, God, and, and went worldwide as well um, yeah, the dab went worldwide it wasn't just but it's one player doing it hmm Okay. It's, it's the best, decision will best be made. celebration. It's not most culturally okay. important Listen, celebration. It's, it's, it's best celebration. It's not favourite celebration. I think I'll decide what's the best sporting celebration. No, I think we'll decide. Rob's, <laughs> Rob's looking. Rob's looking. Sam dead in the eye as he says that. So I know I'm not getting that. Point. <laughs> yeah, but it would work better in my favour to give you the points because Sam's the one chasing me down at the moment. But that's we'll, not how we're doing it. We'll, that's not, that's <laughs> not how we're playing this. Let's be honest. Way. Uh, okay, Silver, Sam, go. Well, well done on your 6-0 victory in a few weeks, by the way, Callum. Uh, Silver, uh, I have gone for another lovable Brit, uh, Andrew Freddie Flintoff. And okay. I don't know. So everyone knows about his pedal of antics, which is great. And everyone knows his celebration on the field. The, we sort of one knee down, arms up. That's great. This isn't a during-the-match celebration. This is a... Celebration over, like continuing, right. if that makes sense. Post the massive, sporting basically event. his so massive bender after uh, the two thousand five Ashes. Bang on, yeah, <laughs> bang on. So after the Ashes, obviously, as you just said, massive bender. He had a lovely time, um, and they were all invited to number ten to Downing Street for like a you know a function, big congratulations, that sort of thing. Um, and so he got he was. Pretty, you know, had a lovely time the night before. Didn't have much sleep. Rocked up. Wasn't feeling hundred <laughs> percent. But why are you desperately clawing to a PG rating on? He got absolutely hammered. Okay, okay, Rob. <laughs> he get, had a get lovely the, time. Get the bleeper out. He got shit faced the night before. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lovely time. <laughs> You're so excited. Save- that you're going to dig out the uh, bleeper again. Saving for that me one. an edit. Go on. And so he went to Downing Street. You know, having a couple of beers, and he's going. Oh, I need the loo. So he went inside, beer in hand, looking around. He went, it's quite nice in here, isn't it? I might have a look around. So he has a look around, ends up in the uh, the cabinet function room. You know, the one you see on the news of Boris Johnson plotting the destruction of humanity, that sort of stuff. Um, and he just goes... At time of recording. <laughs> yeah, currently. Um, oh, there might not be humanity by the time yeah, this, uh, this okay. episode comes out. Uh, yeah, hello to all our cockroach listeners. And so he goes into the cabinet room. Is that Boris Johnson included? <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. Uh, goes into it's the cabinet room. It's a sports podcast, not a politics <laughs> podcast. Let's get away from this. Okay, so let's move away from politics. So he goes into the cabinet room in number 10, the Prime Minister's house. Uh, sits down, feet up on the table, and just pretends that he's uh, having his own little little cabinet meeting. And then a security guard comes in, and, and this is the quote that 
that Freddie gave afterwards. He said the security guard said, "All right, Freddie, you've had your fun. Now fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> and the best part about this was he had so much fun exploring the house. He forgot to go to the loo, so he just pissed in the garden instead. I just, do you know what? I just really like that story. As a, as a it's, a, it's different. It's not a celebration on a pitch. It's the post celebration, but I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with it. And uh, by the look on your face, Callum doesn't need to give his silver. He's already won. Callum, Sam's rolling with Freddie Flintoff and the basically 2005 Ashes winning team's colossal and quite nationally embarrassing bender. Uh, what are you going for? I mean, it's it's an interesting choice, Sam. I wouldn't have put it in my silver I think you know his his one one knee down arms out yeah I would have given you that, that that would have been a great choice yeah, but he does that every time it's not every day you get to break into the cabinet office how many celebration stories end with someone feet up on the uh, prime minister's chair in the cabinet well similarly it's not every day that a 38 year old scores at a world cup in 1990 that man was Roger Miller and uh, he was it's been argued since that his little dance by the corner flag after scoring for Cameroon was is sort of the godfather of modern celebrations because he, you know, ecstatic. He'd been a he'd been a professional footballer for the best part of twenty years when he represented Cameroon at Italia ninety, and scored a goal and was just so didn't really know what to do with himself so just took him off took himself off to the corner flag and did a little jig and it was just something that nobody had ever really seen before it's very joyous to before that it was kind of arms in the air run about a bit hug your teammates but roger miller wheeling away and dancing with the corner flag gave way to you know it it gave way to arguably celebrations like the dab and it gave way to oh, yeah, oh we come back to uh, the we wouldn't, we wouldn't he's got some had... serious hips as Miller. oh he's yeah right. he's, he's he had rhythm yeah yeah and he it, as far as I'm aware it was the only time he did it as well mm. so you know we, you've got the, you know when you've you watch, got the crouchy sort of element to it you as know well. now you know when you watch Cameroon at a World Cup or Colombia it, it's born out of that isn't it yeah. when they run to the corner flag especially around kind of around by their fans and do a collective kind of dance of some sort it, it is all comes from Roger Miller and you and you know you think of like um, the one that almost made my list but didn't quite was um, Sifwe Shabalala's first goal for South Africa at their World Cup in 2010 and yeah. you know the the dance that they did was not quite as iconic but not quite as iconic but it did for, culturally whole, yeah, culturally it was very important for that whole tournament it was kind of the yeah, it was the. It was very iconic to, that, to yeah. have to have such a defining moment so early on in a tournament was great. But you know, like like I say, it, it was all born out of Roger Miller's sort of strange semi salsa with the corner flag. Yeah. It was it was just a great celebration, and you know, without that, we wouldn't we arguably wouldn't have Robbie Keane's cartwheel hand flip gun fingers celebration. We probably wouldn't have had Alan Pardew celebrating at the FA Cup final. So. And the world would be a worse place without that. <laughs> exactly. And we arguably wouldn't have Crouchy's robot. So, But Andrew Flintoff would still have gone out and got... But battered. we also wouldn't have had the dabs, so swings and roundabouts. Stop stop fishing for points now. Come on, I'm not even... We're not even at gold that, yet. That's the whole purpose of this yeah, show. But, but the kind of... I want you to... I want you to convince me that this celebration from... Freddie and the 2005 team is better than one of my personal favourite celebrations of all time. Oh, just give him the points now. No, but <laughs> come on, because 
It's something totally different. I could have picked a football. All right, I did pick a football celebration <laughs> with the crunch. That's not a good argument. I just, I, I wanted something. I didn't want three comparable. Just three comparable answers. I wanted something a little bit different with some of my answers. Um, and a celebration doesn't have to stop the moment a goal or whatever is scored. The celebration can continue afterwards. And I just thought that was a slightly different story. I, th- I just thought it was a fun story ending up in the number 10 cabinet. How many people can say they've d- done that? How many people can say they've danced by the corner flag? Hundreds. How many people yeah, how can many, say they've broken into Almost, almost all of them have done it because of Roger Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're kind of right. I feel like this is going to be... A, well, it is a very divisive one. So uh, as you're listening to this, if you've got your... Let us know what you think because I, I'm... I feel like some people are going to totally be on your side, Sam, and some people are going to... Look, Rob, Rob, we all know you're giving Callum the point, so shall we move on to the gold? What is your gold, Callum? Uh, my, my gold is, I would argue, the most synonymous celebration with one person in all of sport. Oh, he's gone Peter Crouch the robot. And it's Usain Bolt's lightning bolt celebration. The... I mean, I don't need to demonstrate it because the listeners won't be able to see it and you'll make fun of me. But, um, you know, the arm outstretched, one arm to the side. It's, it's, he did it every it's time. It's dab-esque. It's, it's, <laughs> it is a little bit dab-esque. It's a dab without the headbang, really, isn't it? Mm. So, you know, you've bad-mouthed the dab, so go ahead and bow, bad-mouth the dab, this one, The bro. dab, the dab, lose my mind. The, the, <laughs> the dab came after the... It did, Bolt. yeah. Um, but the Usain Bolt celebration was... I don't remember the first time he did it, actually, funny enough. No, neither do I, to be fair. But it was a, it was kind of a... Because he used to do it before the race sometimes, but it was kind of a symbol of... Well, you know, when the camera's doing the lineups. Yeah. Um, so I want to say... I want to say 2008, but... Yeah. Because I remember because it brought in Johan Blake was doing that thing. Yeah. Was doing that I was going to mention was, that uh, Johan Blake tried to bring in his own thing, and I was like, that's, kind of that, that, I mean, puma paws or yeah, whatever. like tiger claws sort of thing. And I was like, that's you're not Usain Bolt. You don't have the right to do that. But you know, Usain Bolt was a man who you don't have the right. He you was, don't have the right. There was a man uh, who kind of he was he almost revolutionised a sport which was arguably yeah. dying because of the you know, the the doping scandals that were going on in it. And mm. he... He came right just at the right time. He was the exact right personality at and the exact right time. for everything that had come before. you know, he had, he had this electric personality that people gravitated towards. And then he had this one celebration that, you know, he'd win a race and the first thing you'd think would be like, he's good, when's he going to do the thing? When's he going to do it? And he'd get his Jamaican flag and wrap <laughs> and it around he'd get run him. over by a Chinese cameraman on a Segway. Yes. Yeah, or, or, he'd, or he'd get on the back of a Berlin bear and do half of his lap of honour on, on the back of a mascot. But, you know, I don't, like I said at the, at the top of the answer, I don't think there's a celebration in sport which is more synonymous with a single person than Usain Bolt's. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it crossed my mind. This and and the Mobot because they had that period, didn't they? Where they were oh, doing the they were doing each other's celebrations. As yeah, what you were saying there about that. you were saying there about Blake's one. Like we loved Bolts. We we kind of were like, okay, the Mobot's just okay. And then Johan Blake doing his cat claws. We were like, it's a hard pass. You know, the Mobot was created on League of, League of Their Own. Yeah. Yes. By yeah, James Corden. But then when but I can't remember what race it was. But Bolt won one of his races and did the Mobot. Yeah, I mean that was than, here we go. Twenty sixteen, I think, wasn't it? 
when they were in Rio together. Yeah, could have been. Either that or it was Anniversary Games or World Athletics in London 2018. Anyway, it's going to be tough for you to beat that. Oh, brilliant. Go on. Um, well, but, um, I, but I'm, I mean, funnily enough, after what's come in... before, put it this way, after what's come before, I'm, for you, for something to have beaten the two that you've put before, I'm Because they set such a high bar, I know, I need something really big to uh, top it. Funnily enough, I'm staying in the same sport, and I'm not going for the Mobot. I'm, I'm Who actually, went on a bender this time? Uh, well, there is a there is a post celebration story, but you're not getting it after your reaction to the silver. Um, no points have been dished out yet. It was so it, it again is athletics, but unlike I, I've really steered clear of people who have like a consistent celebration throughout their career. There's something about that. I, I prefer one off individual unexpected moments. And so I've gone for Robert Harting. Now, does the name mean anything to anyone? Yeah, I recognise the name. German discus thrower from London 2012. Oh, yeah. Yes, there's the reaction <laughs> I was after. Rob's just remembered it. So, pretty innocuous Tuesday night. It wasn't the you know the big spectacle of Usain Bolt in the 100-metre final. It was the discus final. And I say, you got your man, Robert Harting. And this was the one that just came to me straight away, and I was like, this is my gold. Everything else pales in comparison, because I just loved this. So, the final throw throws doesn't beat his mark. Celebrations start... As every celebration is kind of style, he runs over to the crowd, finds his family, big hug, big kiss, gets the German flag, and you just think he's going to go, have a couple of photos, go off, pretty box standard stuff. Instead, he goes out in front of the cameras, holds up the German flag, puts the German flag down, rips his t-shirt in half, Hulk style. This is a, bear in mind, this is a German discus thrower, so the man is an absolute man mountain. Um, then drapes the German flag around him like a cape, and this was my favourite bit, was at the time, so they just finished the discus, they're setting up the hurdles for the women's 100 metre hurdles final. Mr Harting decides, bear in mind, again, you don't think of discus throws as the most athletic bunch to just do the hurdles down the 100 metres. Topless, German flag wrapped round him. One of the most iconic moments, most viral videos from London 2012. For me, when I thought of best celebration, that popped into my head. And the reason is because it was so unexpected. That's what I loved so much about it, is you just didn't expect, I say, this big German discus thrower to be leaping over hurdles, which you typically think of as, you know, tends to be slighter athletes that do the hurdles. I mean... The, you're, giving, the, you're giving me a look. The which, silence uh, is because I'm watching it and I'm reliving it. It's very good. It is, it's just great. It was so unique. I've never seen anything like it before. I've never seen anything like it since... It's a real standalone. It, if you're and it's a real memorable it, moment. If you're listening well. to this and you do, it doesn't kind of clock with you straight away, just do a quick YouTube. Uh, Robert Harting. Are I've you got, watching a different version? Well, because I've got two. It's like a montage, and he's done the same thing in 2009 as well. So it's clearly his. Thing. Yeah, but the but shirt but rip it, at least. The shirt rip at least. The hurdles were coincidental because what's funny is. As he hurdles down, I think he does three or four hurdles. And then the, the volunteers are literally there laying out the rest of the hurdles. So he has to stop. And coincidentally, I think it was Sally Pearson who went on to win that hurdles. And that was a pretty uh, great, good celebration from her. <laughs> Very emotional, but that's a whole different thing. There is another part to this story, which isn't as well documented, but it does involve happening after the sport. So do you want to hear it or Go not? Go on. So he went out that night afterwards with, you know, his medal. He just went on a boat in the Thames. Wasn't, wasn't you know, Freddie drunk or anything. And did had the a, hurdles. Had a couple of drinks. <laughs> hurdles straight off into the Thames. No. Um, so he went out on this boat in the Thames with a few other of the athletes. 
went to head back to the village and he realises that his bag with his accreditation, his cash, everything has been stolen. So he gets back and he thinks, okay, I, I don't really know how I'm going to get in. Gets past one security guard, gets past second. The third security guard stops him from getting in. Bear in mind, at this point, right, his, his celebration has gone viral. Like, it's all over BBC Sport. It's all over the news. But he just wasn't allowed back into the village the night he won a gold medal in the discus. And uh, so this is what he said in an interview. So he got back, it was about 6am he was trying to get his way in. Couldn't get in. So this is what he said. It was 6am and I needed some sleep. So I slept on the ground. So the night of, after winning his gold medal, he celebrated by sleeping on the ground outside the village because he couldn't get in because his accreditation had been nicked. That's the little additional tidbit to the great story Robert of Harting, Robert Harting. The German discus thrower. And the reason I, I, I say, I've already said it, but I just think it's so good because it's so unique. Yeah, I mean, it is a unique... You can't deny that there's just sort of unbridled joy in his celebration and I mean, it is, it is a great celebration, and weirdly enough, I did think of it, but, you know, it it's not one that transcends its sport. Do you know what I mean? It, I mean, it did go viral at the time, but in the same way that, you know, Usain Bolt's, Usain Bolt's celebration is Usain Bolt's celebration and Robert uh, Roger Miller dancing with the corner flag is Roger Miller, you know, if, if you saw... If you just saw the video of him put it, yeah, tearing... put it this way, I think probably very memorable at the time, but I think it's probably one that might fade. I a think bit into... I think you know unless unless you watched it at the time. What I've I've really realised here is, and this is literally this might as well be like the catchphrase for our show, but me and Callum have come at this from quite different angles in that he has picked. I, I, it's very hard to disagree. He's picked three of the most iconic celebrations. That are big, that are a lot bigger than their sport. With you know the dab and with bolts, mm. uh, I bolt. Think... Whereas I have just gone for, and this is what I sort of said at the start. Like I, I started with personal favourites. I did my research, but I ended up just coming, coming back, back to the... personal favourites. I mean the Freddie Flintoff one I didn't know, but obviously Crouchy's robot and Robert Harting were two of the ones that came to my mind straight away, and I just ended up coming back to them. Um, and so really, Rob, it's, it's uh, okay. entirely up to you to Points. pick your podium. We're going to work backwards. Okay. Well, actually, no, we're not going to work backwards. We're going to do silver first because it's, it's easy. Callum wins the silver. And this is why, okay? You had a good argument there with the flint off one knee, but you didn't go for it. <laughs> so that's like a swing and a miss. That's, that's a, a nice cricket pun. Yeah. Um, the other one was, and this is quite interestingly kind of cropped up recently, is that when the 2019, the, the current World Cup winning side, went to Downing Street to do their celebrations, there was actually a concerted effort to not repeat the mistakes of the past, where basically an entire achievement, somewhat in some people's eyes, who basically, you know, are your non-sporting following public, was overshadowed by them not upholding some level of kind of etiquette and by somewhat letting themselves down. So I know that Owen Morgan made a point to his team saying, look, you can all have a drink, you can all have a drink in the garden, whatever, but nobody does what happened in 2005, which, again, personally, I just quite like. See, it's a one-off. It'll never happen again. What a story. But the Miller celebration is is very, very good. It's iconic. I think it's it's got quite a lot of what I was after in this topic, which is inspired quite a few 
celebrations since very original at the time very charismatic I liked it a lot so Callum's getting the silver bronze this could be controversial this 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 is the int- this I think is the really close one out of the three well let's go back to gold then <laughs> Callum's getting the gold yes of course he is but I just wish you'd put Robert Harting into silver because then it would have been a real tough contest you can't beat Usain Bolt it's the best sporting celebration there is yeah it's so iconic and it's so memorable and it was just so him wasn't it just belongs to him doesn't it no one else even like no one else even tried it doing it trying it wouldn't pull it off I think basically when this topic came up all three of us probably went straight to Bolt let's be honest Went straight to Harting. To, to Robert Harting. Straight there. It's a very you answer. It's very yeah. outside the box. Yeah. It's very niche. Yeah. It's very minority sport. And it was a massive waste of my time. <laughs> yes. How did you say it's a very niche minority sport? He picked athletics as well. No, but it's discus. And one gold. Yeah, but I, I picked You've the... You've the 100 metres. Yeah, I picked the marquee event. Right, bronze then. Dab versus robot. And so this actually, is this is the, I I feel like before just before you do anything, Rob. I feel like this is for Rob a massive head versus heart argument. He he's also aware that at the start of the show he said, "Oh, I can't give points to Sam because he's my closest rival," and now he's going to give well, it, Callum you a just, six nil clean just, sweep. You just happened to have absolutely pooped the bed on this <laughs> one. <laughs> well, like we say, well, at least we judge it fairly. Um, Dab versus robot. The middle-aged man inside Rob is desperate to pick the robot, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, of course it is. That's going to be his trademark wedding dance move in... Uh... It's absolutely not going to be. Um, it already is. Despite the... <laughs> robot. Yeah. I mean, it's wrong, but fine. Is the robot because the dab is a scourge upon humanity, and I can't, for the life of me, pick it. You know, as you were doing your argument, you were like, "It's not the most popular. It's not the yeah. It's the best." I mean, and the dab is bad. It literally is the most popular. It's not the most popular at all. It is. What the the topic? No, the dab. It's it's like yeah, but it's the the topic isn't most popular celebration. It's not your it's not your favorite celebration. Well, it kind of is because I'm judging it. I mean, are you are you annoyed that you only won five one? That's. I mean, that I'm, I'm astonished call? that I won for a start. Is that but... your best call of an episode so far? Is that the most points you ever got off me? Well, well you've, yes. g- well, you've, you've given me more points now than ever before. Ever before. <laughs> the whole of last combined. series. That... Almost, you have got from Rob almost double the amount of points today as he has <laughs> ever given you in the history of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but I'm, I mean I'm still gonna and you still gotta be in your I still, about I still the dab. feel salty about it because the the dab it has had a wider influence right. than the robot and this is where we throw it to the listeners what do you think okay you've got your chance this year not only are we doing listener topics we're also doing Sam's doing a robot and it's really putting me off um, we're also doing listener points so we're gonna put this all up on the Twitter and you can make your own decisions as to where you want these points to go. Uh, do remember to get onto the social medias on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and as well as the podcast as well, wherever you get your podcast from. Leave us a review. It does make the world a difference. And uh, yeah, tell some friends as well because we'd like to get it out there. Before we move on... Very much though, just want to uh, go on. say thanks to Connor Kelly for sending us that. And also, want to hear what his top three would be and yes. also what his top three would be mm. out of these. Yeah, what he envisaged coming up in this episode... 
Right, so episode five is Callum. You are judging. Yep. Greatest sporting cities. Greatest sporting cities. That was sent in by Tom Wardle, who would have loved that you picked the dab in this episode. Uh, I mean, I know for a fact I'm getting his bonus point. Um, greatest uh, sporting cities is the next one, and I'm looking for a combination of quantity of sports and the quality of the sports. So you know, it's all well and good. Kind of sporting families, then. Yeah, a little bit like bit the sporting families. Act. I want some. I want you know. Ah, oh, there's a massive football team that plays in this city, but they're the only team that plays here. Might not be as good as this city has hosted you know, the Commonwealth Games, but doesn't really have much else going for it. So, you know, try and weigh up the quantity versus quality argument for when you're putting your podiums together. Good stuff. I think, I mean, as we when we drew it out of the hat, I felt like it was going to be a good one, uh, and we're probably going to differ quite a lot, maybe. I don't know. I wonder not... whether it also might depend on where we've travelled to, you know, no. and where we've experienced <laughs> not just, really just trying to sell the podcast Sam <laughs> just trying to make people yes. tune back in for tune episode 5 because it'll be a out. really good uh, good listen <laughs> unlike uh, this episode which has quite clearly been uh, hampered or affected in some part to a lot of sugar being uh, <laughs> ingested before the recording uh, that, we're I... quite hyper in about 10 minutes in I think um, but I enjoyed that that was good fun uh, Callum you got a Good, uh, good shed load of points there. So five takes you to seven. Sam gets the one to six. I'm sat there on twelve. So we've uh, not sure I'm going to be defending my title. Sam, you've got uh, suddenly behind Callum for the first first time ever. First time ever, Callum's had any sort of lead in the podcast so far. Uh, so that was uh, sporting celebrations. I uh, hope you enjoyed that one. Callum's doing a dab. Sam's doing the robot as I speak, and. Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, there, robot. No, I mean, you no, did he it wasn't five saying. Ago. He wasn't saying do the robot. He was trying to give <laughs> the listener like a little bit a of light visual. shade. Anyway, like God, share, you're an idiot. like share. How has he got a point? Like, How did he get a point in this episode? I, can I just say the sugar Callum, is Callum back. has won a show and he's still furious. Like, share, subscribe. That was the greatest supporting celebration. We're back with supporting cities next week.